From Vallejo Project, Vallejo Project Radio, I'm DJ Hugh Man, and I'll be your host here for the next few hours to get your morning going. If you're getting up and having your morning coffee, getting ready to hit the ferry, or just get downtown to work, we're here to be with you and give you the ups and downs and ins and outs of what's happening with the Vallejo Project and Vallejo at large. And we have uh, a local Vallejo guest here, someone who's been part of Vallejo Project for quite some time, and... Also has a lot to say about a lot of things. We have the fabulous hello, 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 hello. Julian Phillips downtown. Fabulous. Julian, don't use the word fabulous. <laughs> hey, out there, hello, fabuloso, still alive. Yes, yes you're wondering. <laughs> very, very glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. Yes, well, thank what you. What a song, you know. And I haven't had a chance to listen to uh, that artist uh, closely, and they got such great. Uh, you know, she got that award, and she kind of you could tell. Very, very, very skillful, yeah. Yeah, and it's really uh, interesting, uh, the type of uh, arrangements that she has. That guitar work on it is yeah, really fabulous, you know. I wouldn't expect that in a hip-hop song to have a electric guitar like that. They kind of, you know, mostly electronic. But, uh, no, a local girl makes good. So, very pleased to be here, Vallejo Project. And, hey, Vallejo Project saved my life, and I'll tell you all about it. And it's true. Well, you know, uh, Vallejo Project does reach out to the community and help out people, not only in a broader sense, but an individual sense. And that's kind of what happened with you and Vallejo Project. It really, uh, you know, it came and uh, helped you out in a very uh, dire Tell time you of all need. about it, yeah. It's the least I can do to uh, relate to how, you know, it was, it was it, I meant to be quality and I was near death uh, two, three years ago. Tell you all about it when the time comes, but thanks. <laughs> Of course, of course, of course. And, uh, you know, Vallejo Project uh, has a lot of different uh, programs that are going on. And one of them is um, helping out people in the community. And uh, you actually, uh, you're a, you know, you're a local musician. You've been in the local music scene for quite some time. So people may know you from times that you were out playing yeah, in town. Yeah. <laughs> so we had such a great time. We just, it was one of the best times of my life uh, playing downtown Vallejo, just just really met some of these and I guess you're going to be playing some of those musicians later like David L and uh, and John Minor and some of those folks later I suppose yeah we're going to be uh, reflecting on a lot of the local musicians here in town people that have been part of Vallejo Project one way or another and talk about how they've been uh, part of it and uh, I could tell you some stories about uh -oh. the downtown <laughs> you know with like 016 and we were we were doing a show and uh with John Minor and I think David Allen. They asked me to play bass and the uh, short version is is that we're playing late at night and here come the PD down the street with vests and guns and tape and they're locked, they're shutting down. Somebody had a gun around. Nobody was hurt. There was somebody up in one of the apartments but we're down there like, uh-oh, shelter in place. A lot, of, a lot of stories, a lot of people, great people. And uh, wasn't it true that you said you used to busker sometimes down by the ferry and that? Oh, yeah, yeah. When I first came to town, I mean, that was hard times. Uh, uh, and I was busking for my bread. I'd be down at the ferry building at 6 in the morning. And, you know, along with Kevin Trapp, Kevin would be down there. And he, he put on quite a bit bit of a show. But he'd make, you know, you, you could do good uh, buskering at the, at the ferry building. And back when they had, you know, Two three hundred people a day, then there was a lot of appreciation. And if you just kind of keep it in a reasonable uh, structure where it was not aggressive, was what they didn't like. 
and busked my way all up and down uh, California for a while because hard times, uh, if you know how to busk her, you know, almost anybody could do it. That might be a cool thing for uh, trying to arrange that people playing more music in the street. I mean, we do have that when we have uh, Art Walk, which we just had another Art Walk here recently. Um, there's some music in the street. And also during our uh, farmer's market, you'll have some live music in the street as well. But it's which is kind of nice. It's nice to have an artist out in the public and accessible where you can hear either cover tunes or their own original tunes. And it really brings the music back to the people, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, show, show the young guys how to be homeless in the right way, you know. Mm-hmm. Happy and homeless guys with a guitar. Yeah. But and I, you know, buskering over the years, I'd, I'd seen uh, you know like uh, guys that just didn't know like two, three tunes. That's all they knew on the guitar. But they was learning, and the guitar is almost universal now. And over San Francisco, buskering and uh, Vallejo is a great place to do it because you got the ferry and you got those three, four hundred people in the morning, three or four hundred people at night. Then that changed too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, you got to start somewhere, and that's a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had mentioned Art Walk, and that was just uh, this past Friday. It's the second Friday of every month, and it's a great local uh, you know, lo- local gathering, if you will. Vallejo Project has been part of it. Uh, Vallejo Project had its tent and booth up uh, last Art Walk, talking about a lot of the programs that we do with uh, Vallejo Project, and a lot of it is music-centered. Um, but we definitely... Uh, uh, Vallejo Project. We support a lot of the other uh, nonprofits that are here in town. Um, you know, the Art Walk being one of them, and uh, I think it's a very uh, unique and uh, special event that happens once a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many, many Vallejo Project projects, <laughs> and of course, you know, the Art Walks are up in Fairfield. You get them, and uh, cities all over. California, kind of farmers market ads, you know, but uh, it's it's it, this particular boy. It builds neighborhoods, and uh, the little smaller artists and businesses can flourish, and it it's a real real great thing for any community. Um, the downtown is very different than other parts of Vallejo, and you you know, like over by the big shopping malls, and the, they don't necessarily have art walks, but they got art walks in Fairfield. Art walks all over these little towns, and uh, uh, the Vallejo Art Walk, typically of Vallejo, uh, very different, very unique, very special, and great people. And and then there's that hopeful guy. I met guys who, who I on the Art Walk, and they drift in from Texas. You know, twenty year old guys with not much going on, barefoot guys. Mm-hmm. And there's a friendliness to the the art community where they you know be welcomed on those terms try to help them out you know something to eat and something to drink yeah you can play your guitar and not as good as the next guy and not as good as the next guy and it's a it's a really uh, uh, fertile and uh, alive uh, art scene and that gives birth to a, a million great futures Gabby Wilson is a good example uh, you know uh, her uh, path to success and it's right there just you know fall upstairs so to speak (laughs) that's true that's true well we've got um a little clip here from art walk and uh i'll give the uh 
the listeners out there, if you're not already familiar with it, a little insight as to what it's all about. So here we are live at Art Walk. Introduce yourselves and give us a little uh, pretty uninitiated, if they don't happen to know, what is Art Walk and how can one participate? I'm Victoria, Victoria Preciado. Uh, I am the artist liaison for Art Walk. And I'm Carmen Slack, the team leader. All you have to do is come down here and find a spot and sell your things. As long as they're family-friendly products that you yourself made, you are welcome. It's so much fun. Sometimes you can find people who are serving a free libation and lots of, you know, like tonight, Tony's Cakes is giving away free cupcakes. You just never know. And chocolate-covered strawberries. Yes. Yes, he had a documentary just now. I saw it. It was great. It was about his life. And um, he's going to be opening that shop, Tony's Cakes, here on Georgia Street in two or three years. But it looks beautiful inside. It's huge. It's huge. It's the old, it used to be a thrift shop like 10 years ago or something, 20 years ago, whenever it was. And he has a whole space. He could have like three bakeries there. He could. It's beautiful. And he seems really nice. And his chocolate covered strawberries were delicious. So, what is the history of Art Walk? It's been around about eight or nine years. And um, it's what we want to keep it as a community event that is free, free for the vendors free for, uh, not the art isn't free, of course, because the vendors are, uh, they're professional artists, a lot of them, and they try to make a living. So we're one of the only art walks, or, or the only art walk that uh, doesn't charge any fees for the vendors. So that the vendors, if they, let's say they came here and nobody wanted to buy their work, they wouldn't be out that money, which is usually around $200 for a vendor. So, yeah. Which is really important for some of the up-and-coming artists and some of the younger folks. They can do an experiment, really, and see if their stuff flies or not. It's perfect. It's perfect. And they really appreciate it. And everybody seems to be getting along. And there's every type of art you can imagine. Oh, is it just white or is it just That's all great. That's great. There's music. There's all these music. You know, come have a little taste of wine or champagne. There's always something fun going on here. Yeah. <laughs> and there, oh yeah, mainly DJ, but there are actually just saw that there was some live music outside of uh, Townhouse. Yeah, Townhouse, that's where it was. Right there, right in the corner of um, Marina and Georgia. So they, we have all types of things happening. Alright, yeah. so that's Art Walk. Check it out every second Friday right. of every month. Of every month, and oh, we're except right for January, except for January. Oh, yeah, January we usually are off, but a couple times we've had it. Uh, we're standing right now in front of Vintage Gallery, and um, he is a DJ. His name is Sally, and he's a DJ, Sally McFlores. And he always is here every art one. All right, looking good. Well, that's really uh, it's a yeah. cool it's a cool scene out there because oh, yeah. you've got uh, a lot of up and coming new stores happening right there, like I the know vintage that store down there. Oh that, yeah, yeah, that was the guy. the The drunk on the corner was falling asleep, or maybe it was. <laughs> that might be narc. They kicked me out a couple of times. Family friendly. Family friendly. Yeah, but I mean, then there was like a a court. There was like a, a quartet or. A, 
I don't know, it looked like almost like chamber music outside of the uh, townhouse that night. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure exactly what was going. I didn't get a chance to check it out completely, but there was definitely live music outside the townhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, the, the, you know, the the buildings she was talking about, she was talking about the Oddfellows building there, that big, where the hub was, I guess. And then there's these huge spaces, the one on the corner at Sonoma and, I guess, uh, Georgia, that had all that uh, uh, huge uh, uh, vintage uh, uh, Chinese and Asian uh, displays a few years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, so that the the downtown character is like nearly historic, and it, it's like a, a, a really great uh, attraction for families and kids love it. And it is true, you kind of absolutely want it family friendly, but then how do you define that? And the artists are going to be free with, you know, the sexy girls or something in the artwork. Well, but kind of family friendly. But then, you know, for the small artists, it's, there's, it's a real winner. And uh, I, I, I totally endorse that type of uh, neighborhood success in, in the arts. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does bring out um, people from all over the place that come in because it is a free art walk. Um, as they were saying in the interview, there's no charge for the artist to set up. They have to be reviewed, but uh, once you've given given the blessing, so to speak, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, so you can take something, either jewelry or uh, baking or yeah. something, and take it out and see if what the yeah. public's reaction is, and yeah. you're not like going, well... You know, maybe I need to make an adjustment here, or maybe this color doesn't work, or whatever. Yeah. But it does give the artist that chance to get out there and yeah. set up their goods and see sure. if it flies, which is really important. Yeah. Well, and you don't get a chance to do that. So much everything remote, like I'm trapped in my room doing paintings and things, and the paintings downtown, the the art galleries, like the artisan and and some of the others, uh, the sculptures, uh, the the ones over at the uh, Temple Loft that you'll see. Really, just in the art world, you know, it's subjective. Is it good? Is it not good? And then it's also, you know, kind of borderline, like, wait a minute, what is that? And in this town, you get those parades and the art cars. You know, I remember that one gal did her art car, and I was like, you ruined your car. (laughs) She had this nice Toyota, you know, uh, late model, and she put, like, sticks all over it. She was making an art car. And so, yeah, Vallejo is, uh, is, uh, is uh, the arts is uh, downtown. Uh, come on down. Yeah, so one of the things that uh, Vallejo Project's been doing is promoting the arts. And uh, we talked a little bit about it last time here on Vallejo Project Radio of when Vallejo Project had its residency at the old hub space on the corner of Marin and Georgia Street and how we not only had some art displays there. We had some local artists show their uh, paintings and photographs. Um, But we also had art lessons there too. Um, There was a couple of art lessons there where kids and elders were involved in just basic kind of painting. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was minimal, I wouldn't say minimal instruction. It was very good instruction um, with a young lady uh, in the name of Butterfly painting and uh, it was a great little class for kids after school as well as elders and it gave them a chance to express themselves through the medium of painting how recent was that one that was about 
when was well that when right. Brickmania came in has been several months now. That was last year. Last year. Now, last year, probably yeah. near the end of the year. That's when Brickmania took over the lease. Now, tell there. me, Brickmania. Well, Brickmania is the store that took over the hub space. Oh, oh, oh. They're the Lego place. Yeah, yeah. That's like prophetic. Because like in San Jose, you know that mayor down there, Mahan, I guess his name is? Mm -hmm. They started making tiny houses out of like new style big Legos, like big giant Legos. People have been thinking, saying, why don't they make tiny houses out of big giant Lego type thing? Just stick them together and put somebody in there. You know, yeah. So And they the classes... Uh, that you were talking about was a, a year ago for painting, but then, you know, they were doing stage shows. They had that uh, Pinocchio as a robot that they did with TJ Walkup, did that one, produced it, and they did a lot of, uh, going back a little bit, uh, uh, they were doing uh, poetry readings. Uh, poetry by the Bay was there all the time, and shows, and concerts, and more. And it was like a free stage where, at the bottom of the Oddfellows building, uh, Lego, my Lego. <laughs> well, the wow. tiny houses is a project that Vallejo Project is involved in too, and yeah. there's been a lot of that in the news, off and on, where tiny houses as a solution to homeless problem um, is very, very interesting. There was uh, there was a guy in Oakland, I believe, who was doing it uh, independently, who was building tiny houses, and here in Vallejo, Vallejo Project involved with that. And uh, one of the carpenters that's involved in that is uh, Rich Sousa. He's one of the guys that works with Vallejo Project. He's one of the instructors for the carpentry program. Hello, and Mr. Sousa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what the carpentry program is, it's a, it's a means for uh, young people to get acclimated to carpentry, to learn the basics. What Vallejo Project does is teach like real, real basic stuff like how to use a ruler, yeah. um, yeah. how to show up on time to work. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. how to keep track of your hours, yeah. um, what type of shoes you got to wear. You know, I mean, yeah. it's basic, yeah. basic stuff that kind of gets uh, a younger person acclimated to what they need to do to show up to a job Why site. Why don't they teach that in high school? Well, that's how we're... Tax dollars. There you go. And get a job, you know, and, and a skill set. Yeah, yeah. So he was teaching those classes as recently as when, like last year? Uh, recently as right now. Right now, so those are available. Yeah, yeah. so, and uh, and actually, uh, when we were uh, out at Art Walk, uh, Vallejo Project had its booth out there, and Rich was there, and let's see what Rich has to say about it. Here's Rich Souza from Vallejo Project. So tell the kids, what do you do with Vallejo Project? Rich, we build. <laughs> <laughs> And you build cool stuff. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun. We really do. You know, we not only build, but we do gardening. We have livestock chicken. We teach them uh, how to gather eggs and whatnot without trying to break them. Um, you know, we just have a lot of fun out here doing what we do. Um, well, we you're have, part of the carpentry uh, program here, right? Yeah, we have, I'm part of the carpentry. I teach carpentry out there at... Um, that's at 2160 uh, uh, Sacramento Street. Uh, you got forgive me, I'm kind of on the spot here. <laughs> 2160 Sacramento is that Unity Garden. It is a Unity Garden. Um, it's right uh, right behind the uh, Renaissance uh, Center there, um, next to the Christian Help Center, um, across from the cemetery. There's a, you know, so, uh, you, so you're teaching, part of the program there is teaching kids how to garden. 
Uh, my job, basically, what I take on is uh, just teaching the carpentry program, but I do help out with the gardening as well. Um, you know, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm learning too as as the kids are. You know, I mean, I teach the kids, the kids teach me. I mean, we all learn together. And so, what's up with the carpentry program? Uh, what exactly is that for the listeners out there? Uh, the carpentry program, basically, what it is, is we're set up. Uh, it's a pre-apprenticeship course. Uh, it's a four-week course that uh, we'll take the kids through. Uh, pre-apprenticeship, we'll give them a uh, certificate of completion um, at the end of the four weeks, and then we'll pass them on to the union reps, which they'll go through a six-week course with them, and then get their apprenticeship uh, certificate to go out to uh, work uh, in the real world. Wow, that's pretty good to be able to go through a program like that and end up with a real job at the end. Yeah, it's all for free, and uh, you know they pay you to do it. So you you uh, you earn while you learn. Earn while you learn. That's what we like. That's what Vallejo Project's all about. Well, very cool. Well, thanks, Rich, and uh, we'll see it out at the garden. Absolutely. It's uh, ten to one every Sunday. Yeah, ten to one every Sunday out there at uh, twenty one sixty Sacramento. You can uh, come out and participate. It's called the uh, Vallejo Unity Garden. And uh, as Rich was saying, there's chickens out there. You can learn how to, uh, some animal husbandry, or as, as they say, uh, or at least animal care. You can learn how to pick a pick eggs out of a basket without breaking them. But wait a minute, people get, they get paid to show up and do stuff with it? They learn the classes, the kids get, get a little, little money out of it? Or no? yeah, for the carpentry program, yeah. They actually uh, earn while you learn. Uh, you yeah. can, uh, the kids... Uh, and when I say kids, it's from high school all the way up to mid twenties um, to learn that basic skill set. Um, you actually there is a stipend for it, and then you can go to VallejoProject.org to find out more about it. Sign up, and he's still doing it. Yeah, yeah, I highly recommend. It. You know, my wife knows how to get an egg. We we got. <laughs> she was telling me she wants to sell. Pigeon eggs from the pigeons. <laughs> Carol, would you would you say hello and tell us about the Carol no. Phillips? Where she is? Bada bing. We live. You're not going to sell that pigeon egg <laughs> very much. We weren't. I wasn't. Well, I was thinking of selling them actually. <laughs> well, I'm squad, but you can eat we them. live in a. We live with pigeons, and, and some eggs make it, and some eggs don't. You know. Tell me about Fred and Ethel. Fred and Ethel. Yeah, we've got a mother resting now on a nest that we, uh, the eggs broke open. One egg broke open, but uh, she's laying there, or she's sitting. She's sitting, and, and we've had two successful families. Yeah. 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 yeah the wow. first, first family is Fred and Ethel, we call them. <laughs> and and they, they'd hide under the chair, and then sure enough, they had a couple of eggs, and the eggs hatched. And we watched them. I told her to take mm-hmm. video. And then they start flapping around, flapping around, chirping, chirping. And, of course, you're not supposed to allow that up where we run the 12th floor of Marina Tower. And uh, then somebody was telling me that in Asia or something that you can eat pigeon eggs. Really? Yeah, they come squab or eat them raw. And, uh, Very small omelet. <laughs> <laughs> These are decorative. Well, beautiful, though, that egg that never broke open. You know, so I was thinking as a decorator, it'd be worth something, yeah. And then one time you saw this big hawk that came and sat yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We're way up high, and it's, uh, it's Bird City. A real definite uh, car- wow. carnal, yeah. yeah, with the beak and everything, you could tell. 
He was, um, I can't think of it at the moment, he, like an eagle big almost. Yeah, big honk. Big, huge. Yeah. I mean, he was large, yeah. yeah. He rested for a while. He looked down at the balcony like maybe there had been something there before, but not now. And then he took off finally, but for about 10 minutes, I was right next to a very yeah, large pretty, bird. Pretty magnificent. <laughs> but the Renaissance Center, though, and the Unity Garden. Carol worked on that too, right? Ah. You, you were down there. Mm-hmm. And how were you participating in that, Carol? Well, I helped. I just got in on the tail end of them uh, reinvigorating that land. The garden itself needed uh, support through plant life, and the Vallejo project uh, had young men that were involved. Uh, Thomas Silva, and uh, he. Hello, Thomas. So, yeah. Helped. Uh, you know, bring in new soil, and they got some fava beans going, and they, uh, you know, it's been a beautiful thing, and the kids all come out, and it's, you know, gardens are for everybody, and you can come out and enjoy that, and be in that space, and grow plants, and just sit there and look at the birds go by, if nothing else. Well, and the Renaissance Center, too, as, and the, the guy teaching carpenter classes, or or building classes is goes down. He works down there with some of his folks. I guess is that it? Yeah, yeah. That's Rich and uh, Rich Shoes. I think I met him. Yeah, and and yeah. Q Ajua's uh, brother. Yeah. They're both uh, professional carpenters, and they give the classes there. In fact, one of the projects there, which involved some of the interns, was building a greenhouse there. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a small yeah. small structure, yeah. but uh, definitely gave them. Basic skills, yeah. uh, cutting wood, uh, nailing, level, measuring, you know, yeah. all the basics that when you're going into the advanced program that is provided by the Carpenters Union, yeah. um, at least you walk in with some basic knowledge. You're not just there going, okay, I don't even know which end of the yeah. hammer to yeah, pick yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But you go in with those basic skills, so you're at least up to speed with everybody else in the, in the yeah. internship class yeah. when, you, when you go there. And um, yeah. they also did some repairs to the, the chicken coop there, some basic cleanup, and uh, which was interesting because at the same time that the Vallejo Project program was going on, they were building that new uh, low-rent income uh, unit yeah. right next door. Yeah. And I believe, and I could be corrected there, I believe those units that they were being built was from Factory OS over there on the island, which I thought really needed more publicity to show how a local business mm -hmm. was building something very uh, modern and using modern techniques. They were like techniques. modular houses. Yeah, modular like modular houses. Homes. And yeah. uh, that way, you know, it really, when the carpentry classes were going on, they could just simply turn around and see this, you know, new units going up. That worked. Newer it. technology. Yeah. Oh, it's a good career. If yeah. You it's not just carpentry. It's all, all manner of uh, maintenance. I mean, as a career thing. And the Renaissance Center and the Christian Help Center, when I came to town, I arrived in about, oh, 12, uh, looking for a place for me and Carol. And the Christian Help Center, which was, all, I hate to say it, on the skids at that time, uh, they helped. And I landed there with, I was in my car, I was homeless for at least a few weeks trying to find a room. And, uh, you know, then that uh, the building that was there at the Renaissance Center next door that's gone I guess and we we volunteered there for a while we still have a vacuum cleaner that we got mm -hmm. from that place it was a, 
pretty pretty wonderful community grassroots like bottom line like help I'm dying somebody help me a lot of food that we got down there I was able to take a hot shower down there you could sit down and uh, have a meal you, it wasn't really a place you, you where you could stay but you could get help and you could get food and you could get uh, uh, somebody uh, understanding that you were you're really hurting it's like you get a lot of hurting people with the fires and with the with the various disasters the storms where, I mean, they're like uh, refugees coming into Vallejo, and there they are, you know, trying to put it back together. And I was in that boat myself for quite a while as a, as a six-year-old guy. And they helped out. And they were there for me when I needed them and it made a difference. Yeah. Thanks. Thank well, you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that just shows you, like, a lot of the, uh, the, the real unique qualities of Vallejo where many, many communities have help centers and, you know, assistance for people that are in need. But uh, there seems to be a little more tighter, tighter-knit community here in Vallejo. A lot of everybody kind of knows each other and a lot of the nonprofits uh, interface more readily. Uh, and it may just be the nature of, you know, the... Well, they're not very... Is there a certain lack... Is they're not very popular, you know, mm-hmm. it's like not in my backyard, but of the help groups in Vallejo, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Vallejo together, or uh, what are the ones that are currently doing that? With Vallejo Project, Vallejo together, I guess was a one or two. And I know what. Do you know what the, like the competition is for? for well, the old um, Vallejo Project kind of acts in some ways as a melting pot for getting information and connecting up with some of the other uh, help programs that are in town. Um, we've worked with some of the churches in town, oh, yeah. with some of their programs, as well as... Faith Food Friday. Faith was, Food Friday. Well, they fed me a couple of Thanksgiving dinners along the way. Yeah. Benjamin Bugs down there. Yep, yep. Yeah. A legend in town, yeah. So one of the things that you can do, if you're interested in helping out, or even if you might even be listening to this and need some assistance, is to reach out to Vallejo Project. Um, if you have the internet, internet access, vallejoproject.org, or just come and find us either at Farmer's Market or at the um, Art Walk Fridays, and you'll find one of our booths with pamphlets and that and ways to connect up. And that's really the best way to reach out um, as far as Vallejo Project goes and the kind of help that we can do and assist you with. And also always looking for um, volunteers, mentors, uh, people to help out, people who have time to contribute to the community. Uh, Vallejo Project is one of those community efforts that is, um, I don't know what they call them, steering committees or something, where at yeah. least you can say, well, this is my talent, this is my offering, this is the time that I have, what can I do? And uh, Vallejo Project as an entity can help guide you to something that would be uh, something that you might like to do, and also beneficial to the community. So it kind of pairs yeah, people yeah. up. So you're not just going, well, maybe I'll help out here. This or no, anything. This, or yeah, it actually gives uh, people a direction. <laughs> so let's say when uh, folks come out to the Unity Garden, if they're interested in urban agriculture, um, gets their feet wet, um, start to meet people, and then you find out there are other urban gardens right here in Vallejo yeah. that, uh, you know, will look for volunteers. There's other opportunities for gardening, pull the weeds. Yeah. Um, do planting, so there's a lot of opportunity out there. And uh, well, the volunteer community and the what you might call the nonprofit 
communities, everybody's going in the same direction, but there is a competition for members, competition for grants, like the uh, PB money, the participatory budget money. Mm. You kind of got to reach out for your organization. And uh, I I have a, a certain amount of history, you know, back to 80s, and I know you probably do too, where be a volunteer organization. So like in the Vallejo Project today, you've got uh, your leadership and your membership. And I know, uh, you know, really as a recipient of the Vallejo Project benefits or blessing of those folks, I don't really know too much about them. You know, I don't know who's who or what they offer. Sousa sounds like he's got it going on for, uh, you know, what else you got? (laughs) (laughs) Show me the money. Well, the uh, participatory budget is coming up, and there's a big banner oh, downtown yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. about that. And uh, you can look that up on the interwebs um, if you go into uh, Vallejo participatory budgeting cycle. Explain, and please. Find out please more explain. about it. Because you, they, they, it's like they used to call it the Community Development Block Grant. It comes down from the federal, and it was associated with, with urban renewal. And they, they kind of had to earmark the money for that type of thing. Council gets to write the checks, and then the community gets to say, hey, I want $50,000 to paint the steps, or I want, you know, I want to do a jazz festival. Right? That's, and then you propose it, and they pick the one that they like for the amount of money they got. That's about how that works, right? Well, uh, the participatory budgeting cycle is happening. The vote is happening now. Not too late. You know, There's click stuff. here to vote online. Oh, my, really? MyVallejo.com is where you can find that. And uh, they actually have a neat website where you can click on different images up there to read stuff and proposals yeah. that are being put out there. Um, one of them is basic needs for warming and cooling centers, oh, yeah. retrofit, reproof, and the capital mm. project, animals. What is the capital project? I live on capital. Capital uh, Avenue? Capital, no, it's like sort of capital uh, repairs, that kind of stuff. Um, let's see what it says. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is some, oh, this is a humane society here. This is for uh, the shelter. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's good money, too, because, you know, it's, it's federal money. Carol was involved with at least a few of them, right, on the transi- transitional housing in Paso Robles, which, you know, Governor Newsom picked up that idea. That was a no-brainer. Tell us about that one while he's looking at No. No, no, no. Forget it. I'll tell him. She, she, she's shy. Because you go to the council and they would say, well, give us this money and we can do that. And they put uh, the homeless, especially elderly and the sick, into hotels. But that was all the way back to the 90s. Mm-hmm. And a lot of great ideas, kind of taller, like the Legos and tiny houses. Yeah, for instance, there's one uh, firefighter EMS Youth Academy. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Program. There was recently uh, Emergency Service Worker Day, and you know they were celebrating emergency service workers all over. And you do have to learn that stuff. Uh, my nephew's an emergency service worker. Yeah, here it is. Robin Maccabee Firefighter EMS Youth Academy. So here's another opportunity for young people out there yeah, where you can get into uh, yeah. an academy to learn about uh, firefighting and public safety. Yeah, and then get it, get a job in, in that. That's a good paying job. Those are good jobs. But, you know, you really got to be motivated. Uh, for some, yeah, what else you got? Uh, who do I, I vote for? And that's, um, 
Well, everybody can go to the myvallejo.com. And anybody can vote? Yep. It says over 18. Click here to vote online. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If you're ready to vote, click now. And all the info is right there. I put one up. I remember I I proposed a project. And remember they had a big meeting over at the schools over on uh, Georgia by across by the hospital. And everybody get together and tell everybody else about their projects. But again, they're competing for the for the money. And it does come through. You know, uh, Carol's often saying, hey, they didn't spend that money the way they were supposed to or they got the money. But what happened to it, or where'd they go? And that's maybe, you know, debatable as to. But they did the capital steps over across. Yeah, that was a big project. And that was a wonderful project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did. I think they had a jazz. Yeah, it was privately funded, though. It wasn't. You know. It wasn't PB money. No, no, no. I think someone donated the money to do it. Yeah, they cut yeah. down those big old trees. Well, if you're interested in the participatory budget and you've seen the banner downtown, um, we've got uh, another website for additional information about participatory budgeting. Go to www.pbvallejo.org. P is in Paul, B is in Bunyan, Vallejo.org. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. There you go. Peanut butter and jelly. So one, yet another way that the listeners out there can participate in what's happening right here in Vallejo. And here we are at 846, 847 here at 89.5 FM, KZCT, OzCat Radio. This is Vallejo Project Radio. I'm DJ Hugh Man here with Julian Phillips and Hello. Carol Phillips. Hello. And uh, we, uh, we're talking about Vallejo Project and uh, other community organizations and other community efforts that people out there in Radio Land can participate in. Things to do in Vallejo when you don't know what to do in Vallejo or what you can get away with. Which, you know, one, one thing that... Um, people have said about Vallejo is that it's sort of the last bastion of the real Northern California kind of San Francisco feel, like sort of the way that it used to be, say, in Lower Haight. Oh, come on. In uh, the 90s, even. <laughs> well, I don't it know still has it that like. sort of uh, groovy kind of feel She's here. Like San Francisco all over the place. But, you know, it really has that great community feel here where it's a little bohemian, it's very modern. There's actually oh, tech have, happening that's hidden around yeah, that you have yeah. to dig no, up. A lot of artists, a lot of yeah, music. Yeah, if Vallejo was a movie star, it'd be Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah. and, and I never, all my life in California, I'd never been up here. It's kind of a, a, a secret spot. But, but really, it's the it was the military, the Navy. And all the way back, like practically more than 100 years up here in the... But amazing cultural, they say the most diverse city in America mm-hmm. by the numbers. And, uh, you know, ethnic diversity, you got it. And you, you, you live it and you, 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 you learn it. And, uh, and, uh, but the, the last passion of, of, no, no. Well, where else is as groovy as Vallejo these days? 
well, San Francisco, but there was, there was, I don't know, maybe that's true, but if you go north, though. I guess. Don't you get, like. You get up to Mendocino, Mendocino and all that. Mendocino, Sonoma, yeah. which com- competition is fierce for that California thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, the golden handcuffs. Carol's, like, in love with San Francisco. And she, she was urban gardening over there. And, oh, wow. Well, our story was that we are mar- we married 35 years and we'd now, and we had, had to break up with the with the economic disaster about oh nine oh ten. Finally, got back together here. And in the meantime, she was over in the city doing urban gardening. And tell us about your habitat uh, learning uh, and the urban gardens because that's going on up here too. And that's San Francisco. Oh yeah, they've got a wonderful agriculture uh, whole thing on ag and the Brecken Park people have agriculture and flowers and. The whole thing. I mean, San Francisco has a lot to offer uh, young people, and art is one of it, but gardening is another part. And uh, it was a wonderful gardens down there. Jane Fonda stopped by your urban garden, right? I was fortunate. Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. Yeah, she came in one day, and we were just visiting, talking like regular people, you know, and then I realized, I said, wow, you're Jane Fonda, aren't you? Wow, you're she Carol goes, well, Phillips. what if I am? You know? <laughs> if I My am? wife a movie yeah. star. That was about the end of our time together, I know. She, but mm. you had that urban garden, and I was... Oh, I was fortunate. Gavin Newsom had done a lot of work on uh, homeless outreach, and he had developed the Octavia Garden for a project, Homeless Connects, that he was putting out when he was the mayor and uh, beautiful. And the homeless had a place to go. And uh, it lasted for, you know, a certain length of time. And that's all you get. Well, and they that, fought of when they yeah, tried The city to came in and, and that was it. The project's yeah. over. It's closed. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole thing. And then you lose track and people leave and life goes on. But... Hayes Valley is certainly needs to preserve those two parcels on Octavia Boulevard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they took down the freeway. Yeah, yeah, and that was a major change. And um, uh, I could go on and on about it. I wonder how that compares. Yeah, it's a beautiful, yeah. and the but the people of Hayes Valley will save it if they want to, and they should. That they they have built on these incredibly. Tiny, tiny little piece of parcel. Yeah, just they so that. they can say, oh, yeah. we we ruined this whole thing. If well, you come or they off plant the tomatoes on like oh. 10 square feet uh, in Santa Monica. No, they did a horrible mm. thing there, putting that beautiful well, hillside that yeah. was a drainage, a natural drain for the water from run the off, rain. Oh, yeah. And now they put a building on that. Parcel. Well, in, uh, in a city like that, it's the a land horrible is, thing is, that they did, and I'll never forget them for it. Very, the man that developed the, the parkway, he, he even said, What in the hell do you guys <laughs> do? You had to build on that little piece of land there. Oh, and you, you took a thing in uh, a class in uh, not Habitat for Humanity, but green uh, housing, green technology. Green technology. Oh. Green yeah. tech. That's a big thing right now. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. And we all had a, this, they were promoting the gardening or green, green technology, really, how to go green. You know, let's jump on this bandwagon, you know. Well, going green, uh, especially for like a, the tiny housing, mm-hmm. is a great way to dovetail those two together because if you're going to be doing mini housing 
for um, yeah, you, you know new home communities. Want some squash and melons. Uh, you want to have an urban garden around uh -huh. the mini houses, as well as the mini houses themselves being green and being efficient. Maybe with uh, a solar panel on top. Yeah, uh -huh. you know, maybe yeah. with you know a way oh, that yeah. you can dovetail and then having mini houses in a lot that also have gardens around it. Yeah. so that you can sustain yourself in so many different ways. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and keep mm -hmm. busy and productive activity and you're not just sleeping all day. And I wonder how the urban garden over there the, on Lily Street compares to the Renaissance uh, Christian Help Center garden they have now because I would go over there and, you know, the streets of San Francisco, you walk, you walk, you can't go in any place without some money, including, uh, you know, uh, uh, personal needs. And that garden, you it would somebody show up, volunteer, open it up, and they had all kinds of little plants and flowers and celery and tomatoes. Well, they and, were trying to deal with the homeless outreach. It was too. it was a homeless thing because you'd stop by and mm -hmm. it was free. Somebody'd have lemonade or sandwich. You could sit down and rest. You could sit down and rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they had water and uh, you know actual uh, food. We had nibbles and we grew our own lettuce. We were having lunch, beautiful uh, yeah. salads with homegrown That guy was a gourmet lettuce. chef from Napa. And we even had a, a peach tree that uh, a woman walked by one day. She said, I have never seen a peach tree in San Francisco. And it was blooming and beautiful peaches. And um, there was a lot of good love there. And I'll always be thankful for Gavin Newsom and his work on helping that situation. Of course, the whole emphasis, they were they were growing in City Hall. They had the, that uh, area had been a garden and uh, they were creating gardens. And that's another beautiful thing about the city. And then uh, our neighbor, a friend of mine, who had a, the Please Touch garden behind the, uh, the, uh, the, the blind outreach. And uh, it was just for blind people. And uh, they had taken over a lot, just right under City Hall. The area had been uh, just a, a wild weed patch, people drugging up in there and uh, and everything. And then they turned it into something really beautiful. And um, that's now kind of hit the deck again, you know. They go up and they go down, and uh, but... The gardens go on. What so. do they call the garden at the Renaissance? Does it have a name? Unity Garden. Unity. Unity, uh -huh. Unity yeah. Garden. And it's uh, it's free to, to go. In fact, you could, uh, if you were interested, you could go over there right now and check it out. Um, Become one with a tomato. There you go. One you can vibe with the vines. And like mm -hmm. chickens laying eggs over there? Is that going on? That's going on all the time. In fact, the uh, the folks that are there at the Renaissance Center... With the price of eggs. Can go over... I know, right? With the price $8 of eggs. dollars for a carton of eggs. They can go over there and harvest the eggs, care for the chickens, and... Uh, the main, uh, I wouldn't say the main, but when uh, the instruction's happening and when uh, the carpentry class is going on and when you can get some instruction is on Sundays. Ah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Urban Gardens for Jesus. That's 11 a.m. Yeah. to uh, 3 p.m. every world. Sunday. Yeah. The uh, Vallejo Project folks will be there and uh, you can participate and find out more. But the neat thing about that particular garden is that it's sort of a 24-7 garden. It's there for the people there at the Renaissance Center to help them, but it's also for the community to help you learn about urban agriculture. We're coming up on the top of the hour 
here at OzCat Radio, 89.5 FM, KZCT, here at Vallejo Project Radio. I'm Hugh Mann. We're here with Julian Phillips and Carol Phillips. Hello. We're talking about all sorts of things happening here in Vallejo, and we're going to uh, be talking a little bit about the, uh, the music scene here in Vallejo, which has uh, always been known and well-known in the Bay Area. And, uh, of course, took historic, a look. Historic. Historic. People don't know. Vallejo contributed some of the most famous songs of my lifetime. Really? Oh, sure. It was Dock of the Bay and uh, a, fly, uh, a Sly Stone, at the least, and now EB-40 and Gabby Wilson. This town is Music City. All right. Yeah. So we'll be talking about Music City <laughs> and uh, a lot of things that are happening in the, uh, in the music scene here in Vallejo in uh, just a moment. Point five FM, KZCT, Vallejo. Ooh. So, we have one of our local musicians right here, Julian Phillips, and uh, we're going to start off with talking a little bit about what he's been doing and producing here in Vallejo. I also, I also dance. <laughs> Top party when you're feeling blue. Guitar party, my new shoes. When the news is too much for you, a guitar party's what you do. Yeah. Guitar party, yes, that's the theme song from Julian's podcast. The Old Blind Dog Radio Show, yeah. Guitar Party. Well, and, you know, uh, I'm blind. Uh, in my, if any of my, anybody enjoyed my music over the years, I am now currently a almost totally legally blind person. And uh, that's different. And that's the Old Blind Dog Science Fiction Guitar Party, which you helped to produce the podcast. And you can find it on Spotify, and you can find it on, uh, you know, all the... All the uh, podcast platforms. We got about ten hours on there, but we we're focusing a lot on uh, science fiction because I also write the novels. And but yeah, yeah, I lost my eyesight uh, in twenty one, January twenty one, and that's the story of how the Vallejo Project uh, became part of my life. And Thomas Silva and Ajoa kind of just showed up, uh, and I was near death. And it's a whole different aspect about losing my eyesight, but. Uh, that's me singing that song, yeah. And uh, it goes to show that there's a lot of uh, locally produced music and locally produced podcasts right here in Vallejo right now. But you were talking a little bit about the uh, the history of music here in Vallejo yeah, and sure. a lot of the stars and artists that came out of here. Uh, sure. Sly and the Family Stone, of course. Sure. That's a, that's a story all by itself about that guy, how he got ripped off. And, okay, he had problems and stuff. But when I came to town, see, I'm not a real guitar player I fake it like for years you know then I got I learned to do it better and I learned from other people but like when I came to town my roommate uh, said go down to Chris's club and those guys used to play with Sly and the Family Stone and I in the 70s I was listening to those tunes and uh, uh, so there's all stories and stories and stories and not all of them uh, are very uh, uh Free of some of the torment that goes with Dock of the Bay and uh, and you know uh, Al 
Green, uh, uh, the the jazz player or uh, blues player who played the upside down. Uh, he had a lefty guitar and turned it upside down. He played with Stevie Ray Vaughan and uh, some of those fellas. So, you know, it, it's the stories and the stories and the stories. And uh, mine is just one of them. Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, it's very uh, pertinent that uh, a lot of the music that's came out of here, not only uh, party music, but also uh, politically minded, as was in oh the gosh, uh, 60s yeah. and 70s, and even right up till today. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not going to escape the, the black... Ethnic community telling you where you can put it with some of what's going on in the world today in Vallejo. And, uh, uh, you know, Sly Stone was right there. EB 40 is right there. <laughs> and, uh, but they had the lake, not the, it was like the Kings, Sacramento Kings versus the Warriors. But a boom, because they lost against the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And EB 40 was over there. And, and, and uh, somebody was giving him crap in the stands and, he got mad at him, and uh, uh, but he'll he'll be come through town, and he'll he helps the charities, and then it's it's really strange too because like I said, I we we spend most of our life in San Luis Obispo County, ran newspaper down there, mm -hmm. and so you know I was freelancing uh, for quite a while, and you know I it was uh, I'd go onto the internet and find a client that wanted me to do something. One of those guys was a guy called Vlad the Butcher. <laughs> Vlad the For Butcher. Real. Yeah. And he was producing videos where he would go into prisons and show the prisoners like fighting and stuff. Wow. And so he wanted me to, he hired me to do research on uh, 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 the hip hop scene in Vallejo. And oh. Of course, I didn't know nothing about it, right? And that's when you run into uh, uh, uh like too short, and uh, of course, uh, 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 the famous uh, well, I can't remember uh, 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 the guy Thiz Nation. What's that guy? What's his name? Uh, they got shot. Uh, uh, very famous. Slipped my mind right at the moment. And so I'm researching it and uh, and looking into the famous hip hop artists out of Vallejo, and. Uh, um, and next thing I know, I'm living in Vallejo. And why did we come to Vallejo? Because it's the place where people come. And the, the the rents are maybe a little more manageable. Um, and so I'm I'm researching this and I'm learning all about Vallejo. Now, now here I am. And uh, and here you are producing some great music too. Um, here's a, a politically minded tune that uh, Julian put together recently. Topical, topical, com topical part uh, of conversation. And uh, <laughs> I Let's get in trouble for that one. <laughs> and it, it's a hot potato, man. You, Ukrainian lives matter. I just, I write songs constantly. I'm one of these guys. It's therapy for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, play, play that. All right. So here's a cut from uh, one of Julian's uh, pieces, right out of his home studio. Topical. Ukrainian lives matter. <laughs> Oh, no. 
Julian Phillips right here on 89.5 FM Oz Cat Radio. We're saying that last bit, the last stanza was from a song from the 60s. Yeah. Which is like, what was that song called? In Uh, the year 65. In the year 2525. Yeah. 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 Which I kind of lifted it, but it's so unbearable if you follow what's going on in Europe right now uh, and the the just terrifying, terrifying abusive, nightmarish. Uh, we went to Mother's Day with my son, 33 years old, and we're talking about war crimes. And uh, he said, oh, there's, that's that's not real. But uh, I, from my sources of the BBC, and everybody argues, but it's unbearable. 
And I wrote that song just listening to what we heard happening. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know the, the, the songs, you know, it's, it's like a, a plea in your, in your heart, like somebody, you know, changed this or, or look at this situation. And, uh, you know, all lives matter. Yeah. The dog life matter. You know. And a lot of uh, great songs over the years from all sorts of sources were based on protests. Protests. Protest and like, things that were happening at the time. Yeah, yeah, sure. The the uh, uh, war over there now. And I, I remember during uh, last year, the, you know, that there was a, a band that came out of Ukraine and they were like, and the whole music scene has shifted where you don't have superstars like we used to in the 70s too, too much anymore. They do, like Taylor Swift and stuff, but there's that world music mm. where you might not never hear some of these outstanding tunes. Uh, but no, when there's when there's insane, crazy crap going on, people gonna make a noise and sing about it and uh, let other people know. I did a song uh, uh, for uh, a group out of uh, Fairfield, I think, or Vacaville, called "Broken by Violence," mm. and that's her group. And she uh, connects uh, survivors of gun violence with uh, opportunities to tell their story. And they're also looking at uh, uh, the state uh, assembly and stuff and inter trying to introduce bills to get assistance for uh, folks that a friend, a neighbor, a kid, a wife, a loved one uh, had been uh, harmed by gun violence. And I did a song for her, Broken by Violence, that... Uh, uh, and so it just comes quite naturally to me because I'm playing guitar like all the time. Um, you hear, them on, hear a lot of them on uh, the old blind dog science fiction guitar part. <laughs> Indeed. What they were. And uh, with your home studio, you've been doing some interesting stuff. You set it up. You know, you, you, you're the guy and I can't even see the buttons no more. <laughs> Here's a jam that you did, uh, you know, on your own there at the studio, which was sort of uh, riffing off the Ukrainian song theme, where you did some mixing up there.
like when you look at the chords on that song, I can tell you for true, like it's an E and then the second chord on there, I learned that chord from a guy at the townhouse. Really? Yeah. What does this? He's a school teacher. And he would, you know, that's how you like learning guitar chords and stuff. And he showed me and it was like, it's a, it's a different chord. It's a C with an added A or something. Sounds real great. The F minor and a C. And you, you learn as you go, and of course you set up that studio, and I wouldn't criticize. That's a that's a that's a cassette recorder. Yeah. That's a, a plug-in cassette recorder, like one of the old. Uh, uh, so that's very elementary. But yeah. I'll tell your audience another thing is that that song, the Ukrainian Lives Matter, or Broken by Violence, and some of my other ones, I have new songs that I'm doing all the time. I would happily give away the rights and the lyrics. Uh, to anyone out there who wants to uh, use it uh, professionally or do a higher-end version of it uh, for a donation to the Vallejo Project. And I'll oh, make that off, offer right now. Wow, that's very generous. Sure, so, sure, uh, sure. There you go. And I yep. got a million of them. <laughs> and thanks also to Consumer Music, uh, who that same guitar, the acoustic guitar, both of those guitars come from Consumer Music. Hello, uh, uh, Brad. Consumer Music, it, uh, that that acoustic guitar is like a hundred dollar guitar on Amazon, and it broke down recently. And Brad fixed it for free. Yeah, big shout out to Brad at Consumer Music. He's a stalwart here in the music community in Vallejo, and uh, go down there and uh, he's a great great resource for musicians here in town. Um, there's a jam session that goes on there. Um, check out his website and. Uh, yeah, they, they've even got a studio down there and they give lessons too. So another great resource here. He yeah. is. He's massage chairs and... Massage chairs? Yeah, he's got like these, uh, like just like... The, yeah, like the ones that they have at uh, Planet Fitness where you sit in them and they do your back and stuff. And well, again, I when I, I came that to part. town, I'm getting to know the musicians around and I was riding around a bicycle or walking and, you know, it's a thing where you kind of help the other guy, help the other guy. And there's a lot of competition. I know you're going to play some of the more uh, uh, advanced musicians later. And so I never like to give people the idea that I'm like, I tell people, the world's greatest guitar player, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the world's sexiest man, Ask Carol. <laughs> She's like, I'll be three in the morning, honey, I'm playing tunes. <laughs> Well, from the uh, world's sexiest man, the world's best guitar player, here's another jam from when you were a part of a outfit called Two Fish. So many, many kids out there might remember him as that. And let's listen to a little bit of Julian Phillips with Two Fish. I'm not going to play the, uh, the cajon on it, but it's okay.
Fish. That was recorded in Vallejo, down on Louisiana, by Bamboo Still Morning, about oh thirteen, fourteen. Ah. Yeah, and we I had. Uh, I can't play that one too much. I try to remember how that one goes. It, it was written for. I tried to write it for the movie we made in Big Bear, and uh, they didn't use it. And uh, but I was, and it was when I, when I did that recording, he was broadcasting. That's why you hear him talking. He was using a, a, a computer program called Second Life, I think it's called. We have an avatar, and you have a little cartoon character that's oh, you. Huh. Oh, Second Life, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. It's like a, it's like a, a, a simulated reality. Right, I guess yeah. Facebook is doing that now too. Where you? Yeah, yeah. I was hearing about that about their uh, metaverse. Yeah, and the yeah. comparison where like a lot of people got turned off to uh, the metaverse because it was too cartoony. You well, know. you in with still life that he had, which I had never really seen before. I would be sitting there playing guitar, oh. and there'd be a cartoon of me playing the guitar, oh. <laughs> and then people on his little team would log it. It was you know a cartoon universe with places around, and then they could chat. And so he was saying to me while I was playing, he said, "Don't look at." The chat while you're playing because they're commenting. Right. Well, you'd be comp you'd be uh, com behind all those compliments coming. You might yeah, lose track, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Being the uh, sexiest man in Vallejo, you yeah. know, what no, can you do, right? No. Just, just, uh, just for Carol. That's, that's <laughs> private. <laughs> yeah, it would be you. Oh, I see. I see how this is. Getting married out there sometime this year. I, I know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now we're getting personal. <laughs> but you know, music is nothing if not personal. And two yes, fish indeed. grew out of uh, buskering, mm -hmm. and I called it that. And really, in, in, about '09, with the so-called recession. Uh, I wanted to make some extra money. I knew how to play guitar and I knew a few tunes and I'd go to restaurants and they'd give me a dinner, a big, nice dinner. And Literally I'd... singing for your supper. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, it works. It works. And so we ended up uh, in Big Bear doing a movie in uh, Lake Arrowhead and I just kept playing and kept playing. Nice. Threw up Two Fish and then, uh, you know, so there's you can find it, Two Fish uh, or Julian Phillips's Two Fish on Reverb Nation. Okay. I think it's still out there. All right, 922, 89.5 FM and KZT, Z, oh, Oscat Radio right here on the Vallejo Project. Thank you very much. Project Music, Project Radio Show. Projecting. Projecting out to Vallejo and environs. <laughs> so uh, coming up next, we're going to be talking a little bit about local music here in Vallejo and musicians that have had an affiliation with Vallejo Project in and about and around. And uh, we've had quite a lot of good, uh, amazing local musicians that have been around for quite some time playing music, uh, being associated with Vallejo Project one way or another. And uh, one of those projects is Blue Cinema. So if you people want to know John Miner out there in the community and Blue Cinema, you may have seen him at uh, Art Walk playing out on Friday nights. Um, we had a musical, musical series with Art Walk back in the fall of last year. And uh, also, when Vallejo Project had its residency at The Hub down there at uh, Georgia and Marin, uh, Blue Cinema was one of the acts that came through, and uh, John was one of our musical teachers there. 
And uh, here's a little compilation of what Blue Cinema is about. The kind of jazzy. John is great. John is. John is. Uh, he loves. He's into jazz personally, and he's a he's a connoisseur of music trends. I think they were just down at the um, the last Mad Hatter parade, playing in the rain.
Some amazing stuff wow. there from Blue Cinema. Yeah. Really, really eclectic, not jazzy, very kind of prog. I, I would think a little he's bit. very skilled. He's he's more than meets the eye with a musician like that. Yeah, Blue Cinema. He's calling it. These yeah. Days. yeah, yeah, Blue Cinema, and uh, they played. They're really uh, a fixture here in Vallejo. Um, when you look at that compilation reel there on YouTube, um, you can see that they played at the uh, Oddfellows Hall. I've seen pictures of them there, up in the Oddfellows Hall, a lot of different festivals here, uh, Mad Hatter's Parade. Um, yeah, so they're definitely... A, you well, know. and he was Bindi's Wild Adventure. Was uh, This sort of shifts around, and, and that group, so that's a, that's a YouTube compilation then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, his style, uh, boy, some of those marks are just too much, and, and, and really that's not for beginners. I played with John a few times, and... Uh, he invited me, a courtesy, uh -huh. and he was trying to show me some of what he knows about jazz styles and jazz drumming and the, kind of the fifth beat on, on a four beat, and uh, you can hear it coming through. And the, the tribal element, too, mm -hmm. you know, why do you, why do you like it? What do you want from it as an audience? What do you want from it as a performer? And uh, it's that that uh, uh, kind of the uh, universal uh, 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 building blocks of sounds and noises and uh, and he's very good at it and uh, quite a contributor and you know a little bit of a wild card but uh, but we love you John and uh, love to see you again too and one of the other local musicians that is very well known here in uh, Vallejo area is David L he also was <laughs> a, one of our uh, guitar instructors instructors for a while here at Fleo Project and uh, he's played also at uh, Friday Art Walk um, played at the Hub when Fleo Project was there and uh, many many other venues uh, in and around the Bay Area and uh, he has a unique blend of rap and uh, sort of jazz he was Funk. trained. He, he went to university for jazz, he told me. Oh. Yeah, back east. This is from his album True and Living, which can be found on YouTube.
David L. Who shows skills on guitar? <laughs> I like when he punches in that one part um, with the uh, guitar effect. It sounds a little bit like kind of a seventies kind of uh, uh, distortion oh, effect. It was kind of cool, you know. Kind of oh, pop sure. that in there for a minute. Got a little bit of, uh, of Hendrix style, but if you've if you're one of the Vallejo Project uh, students who've learned or spent time with David. Uh, you got a treat that's gonna, that's rare in my lifetime. Just because it, you know to learn some of that stuff takes a long time, you know, to pick up some of those uh, skills. And uh, uh, really, really genuine human being, also a dad. And I believe he's he's he, uh, Puerto Rican uh, or uh, uh, Espanol was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, I played with him a couple times, and like I said, he showed me chords that I couldn't touch. <laughs> Nobody plays that chord, David. Oh yeah, all the all the time, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was from his True and Living album, and that was the one and only. And you can find that on the YouTube's. Just look up David L E L out there on the interwebs. Uh, another local musician, local hero, as I uh, would like to say, because. Um, and once again, yeah, anybody, uh, any of the young people who had the opportunity to learn with him while he was teaching with the Vallejo Project got a real treat. So if the Vallejo Project is going to take like somebody like David and pair them with younger people, or I guess either way, and that's kind of the, uh, the, the, the drift of pairing up students with teachers or mentoring, is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like the carpenter guy. Uh, does the landscaping carpentry. Yeah. What other areas do we have? Cooks and chefs? Do we have uh, boat builders and boating or uh, we actually, boxing? Yeah, well... Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. Boat Sign building up. actually um, is very interesting. Um, that's one of the uh, programs that we're actually working on that might come up uh, later. Is that right? Boat building? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I tried that once from a book. And failed miserably. It's <laughs> hard to build one. They make you got to make a curve on the bottom. Yeah, that's true. That's that's yeah. very true. It's a it's a it's a tough. But being in a 
uh, nautical, historical sure. uh, boat yeah. building community, so to speak, you know, that definitely has its... Uh, oh, yeah, the glory of Vallejo is the channel out here. Yeah. They got big boats. Yeah, big. one of our uh, board members on Vallejo Project, uh, Paul Kirsch, who's also a local teacher, is uh, working up a program to teach kids how to build a small uh, uh, energy-efficient energy boat. Yeah. So not only is it will be a, will it be a program about actually building a model boat using techniques for wood and uh, mm-hmm. and other techniques for actually building the hull of the boat, but actually powering it using wave technology and also a solar technology. So no, that's a program that's coming up. I know they had the project. kayaks was a big deal, but building like a small boat like out of wood, mm-hmm. you got a, like a blueprint, and then it's got ribs. And a hull, and it's quite a quite a skill. But powering it out of solar, yeah, I've, I've solar and wave technology, like, the actual waves of the water, um, providing okay. the yeah, yeah, it's true, <laughs> that's true. Now, what if they're going the wrong way? <laughs> <laughs> I like sailing out here, and of course, the Coast Guard, and uh, uh, one thing you just absolutely love about Vallejo is the the channel and the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the other uh, local venues that's popular is Integra Tea. It's a tea room, but also a venue. And uh, we actually, Vallejo Project produced several of our podcasts right out of Integra Tea. And uh, we occasionally use that for yoga classes and music classes. And one of the uh, musical acts, I would say, uh, very interesting duo called Airlift Underground, it's more of a uh, dance, eclectic, uh, melts in your mind type of music. Here's a little sample of what they do when you may find them. They were there last uh, Friday at Art Walk. Very interesting. Uh, There's more here. 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 Then meets the ear. More than anyone understands. Like an old story told forthhand. The only constant is conversion. Everyone hears a different version. Pass it on. 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 Double shots of expression. Double shots of expression. Double shots of expression. 
There were troubadours in the rear. In the midst of an open mic session, a parade of moron lessons. Misbegotten ballad, rapid succession, toss word salad, litanies of confession, and sea silk shanty, sea silk shanty, salty insurrection, salty insurrection, sea silk shanty, salty insurrection. Intellectually stimulating. Yes, or, yes. The wordplay is great. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Where food for thought is easily bought. I love that one. That that's well, that's cool. Yeah, the universe. Of, yeah. I, well, and so they're local then. Yeah, they're it's local. A, that's uh, Amanda Mission and uh, Indy Riverflow, and they were over at Integrity uh, last Friday, and they got a great DJ set up, two yeah. mics, and uh, when they go into their their tunes, man, it really, they, the interplay between the two of them is amazing. And they memorize all of that, so oh, really? obviously, yeah. you know, so yeah. it's just, you know, it's real, yeah. it's really uh, an exciting well, performance. Well, of course, the rapper tradition, uh, uh, you know, you when they're rapping and uh, uh, they're spinning it from, you know, originals, like uh, in the moment very much. And uh, trance in electronica is is very much a favorite these days. Oh yeah, especially here in the Bay Area with the, uh, you know, the whole Burning Man community, the whole, uh, you know, underground rave scene that yeah. started off back in you know earlier than 
the '90s, but that's where I was first. Uh, well, that was quite a thing with Ghost Riding the Whip and, uh, like I said, that Vlad the Butcher character that hired me. And, okay, <laughs> like, you know, the guy that was shot, he's very famous around here, and right now my mind is not producing his name, uh, the Fizz Nation uh, uh, rapper. Uh-huh. And he went back east to do a show in Atlanta, because you know the 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 Oakland rappers in the Bay Area, uh, uh, African American, if, if you will, and the gangster rap and stuff, um, they introduced an area that you know goes back to Scatman Crothers, right, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and Bebop and mm-hmm. things that uh, what uh, 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 the the music was from. Uh, uh, Spontaneous yeah. lyrics, mm-hmm. and so you're, what you get is raw, mm-hmm. and of course sometimes that's kind of angry, and I don't know if that's family friendly. But one thing it does is for the audience is there's a moment when people are together experiencing something happy, and it really brings a unity and a healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always appreciated. Well, live music in itself is always unique. I mean, there was a period of time. I mean, and anytime technology takes over live action, people will say, well, you know, who needs to go out and see anything live anymore? Yeah, yeah. But there is that interaction between the artist and the audience, the, the vibe that actually sets up the sonic vibration, oh, if yeah. you will. It's real. That uh, turns it into more real. of an experience yeah. than just, you know, okay, I'm just listening to this and whatever. Well, and so much of the video generation on the phone is like you're, alone was one on one but the tribal element of the music is if if you're not doing live music bay area or something maybe you don't you know old school uh, concerts or big giant woodstock things and stuff but mm-hmm. the little bars and the clubs the uh, hop monk or the uh, the confunction groups and boy they're just priceless and they're always mm-hmm. new and they always have something to say and yeah uh, you know Enjoy a beer or two and, and chill out. And another uh, another couple that we have here in Vallejo that have performed at the Hub when uh, Vallejo Project was residents there as well as at Integrity and around is Common Union 59. Very interesting duo. Boy, I never got that one. <laughs> really? No, all these... He didn't used to call it Cinema Blue or Blue Cinema. Well, this is Mag- this is uh, Common Union 59. This is a cut called Magnolia Waltz. There's a fork in the road Shall we take the one least walk? Do we say yes or no? Or maybe I don't know Take my hand, let's do the magnolia waltz And it goes step, two, three And a little sway with me Underneath the magnolia tree where the flowers will see how what life was meant to be down the road where no one knows Have you walked this road before? Questions wanting more Faded picture 
pictures from the past of a dream that didn't last. Take a chance, let's do the Magnolia Waltz. And it goes step two, three, and a little sway with me underneath the Magnolia tree. Where the flowers will see, reach beyond our wildest dreams down the road. Let's go down the road where no one knows. Take my hand, let's do the Magnolia Waltz. Beautiful. Wow, and that harmony, those vocal harmonies are everything with that. Common Union 59, and that's the the union of Laura Malsing, if I pronounce that right, and Steve McKenzie. Beautiful, beautiful. Vocal harmony is such a thing... With the music and uh, the the two singers harmonizing like that, and Carol is always telling me about the church where uh, the uh, the song leader Gillis. Mm-hmm. Tell us about his music. The church music is all over the place too, uh, but the vocal harmonies, yeah, mm, beautiful, yeah. beautiful stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So. A lot of uh, great music being produced here in Vallejo, and uh, Vallejo Project's been proud to be part of that. We listened to clips from David L., local musician here in his group, Blues Cinema with John Minor, Airlift Underground, and Common Union 59. So a lot of great music still being produced out of here, kind of underground here in Vallejo. It's hard to make it as a musician. It's, it's hard to make it. It's a long way to the top if you yeah. want to rock and roll. Yeah. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. a working musician getting paid. Another great band in town is the Brian Travis Band. Uh-huh. If you ever listen to him, just sweet as honey. Folk rock. But if you're a working musician, you kind of got to get a real job sometimes. And it's getting the gigs where you're getting paid and the big shows, little shows. It's It's tough. Mm-hmm. And I think really one of the things that uh, Vallejo Project I had been talking with, and of course I'm I'm kind of out of it totally now with my eyes being being gone. But if you teach uh, young people the music business, mm-hmm. how to get the shows, how to get the gear, how to uh, uh, you know do tours, how to do any marketing, how to uh, uh, organize money, or what level of money. There's a big difference between doing a show for 10,000 people and doing a show for 10 people. and uh, um, But you still have to deal with the same things kind of in a way. I mean, you still oh have to yeah. get the venue, you know, yeah. pay for the, the, the gas and the oil to get there, yeah. deal with the you know, ticketing, yeah. you know, what kind of cut you're going to get from the bar, you know. And then when you're up in front of people, it's that heartfelt moment. Uh, Bob Dylan in his new uh, 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 book, uh, the on the philosophy of modern song, mm. uh, Bob Dylan, and and he was going all over the place with guys like Perry Como and and uh, and uh, you know Joe Jackson and, uh, mm. and uh, Elvis Costello and stuff, 
Yeah, not necessarily favorites, not necessarily anybody I ever heard of even, but his writing in it, and I have a lot of respect for, for Mr. Dillon, Mr. Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we got a couple of Zimmermans around here. Yes, we do. And But he was writing about how what he respected of it was the artist's authenticity of, of loving the audience and giving to the audience. And that's big show, little show, it's the same thing. And uh, it's something that's rare and hard to do. And also in Vallejo, you have the concert band and, of course, the Empress with uh, all those great shows, too. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of great. In fact, there was a great uh, event right outside the Empress. I think it was last weekend. It was a goth festival, of all things. Oh, I can't believe uh, I tripped over that one. But, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> there was there was goth inside and outside of the Empress. I mean, gothic? Yeah, like, like you know, vampire, like vampires and uh, and uh, oh. goth music, and there was goth fashion Not and kidding. art and everything. Yeah. So I mean, you know, well, see, I can hear it from my apartment because we're just a block away. Uh-huh. I was like, what are they up to now down there? The the provisions is often playing uh, 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 Hispanic uh, music and. You can hear him, and then of course every now and then uh, Gabby Wilson will show up yeah. and do a big, big number out there. Interesting. But Netflix will run the cameras. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna buy that church on the, on the corner that uh, they shut down that uh, Methodist. The big Methodist church. Yeah, five. Is that place got to be a hundred years old? Tell us about it, Carol. <laughs> It's, it was 165 years here in Vallejo. Yeah, Methodist, way back. I'd like yeah. to know, where have you guys gone? Yeah, Netflix is going to buy it. Yeah, but it's up for sale. Oh, wow. Well, we need some deep pockets. There you go. There yeah. you go. Well, all right. Well, this has been Vallejo Project Radio right here on OzCat Radio, 89.5 FM, KZCT, 954A in the AM. 73 degrees out there. It's going to be a nice day. It's a little foggy out right now, but that's probably going to burn off later and give us another beautiful day here in Vallejo for all of us to enjoy. And uh, be sure to check out all of the artists that you've heard here on Vallejo Project Radio today. And if you're interested in volunteering, being part of the community, Vallejo Project is here for you at vallejoproject.org. R G and do it, do it. You'll you'll save a life and do it if you if you don't got nothing better to do, do it. That's right, that's right. So thank you very much, Julian Phillips who's, has been who's here. That? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> BC, the best looking guy in Vallejo. I heard. I, I can't even look in the mirror no more. <laughs> Carol does it for me. Okay. <laughs> and Carol Phillips also here. Uh, his lovely uh, his lovely bride. Happy and, Mother's Day. Uh, and uh, Happy Mother's Day. So uh, be sure to keep tuned here to 89.5 FM KZTT, KZCT, here in Vallejo, California. We're broadcasting all over, all the way out to Napa, Fairfield, uh, Carquina Straits, and Environs. And also you can find us on the interwebs at uh, OzCat Radio. Just look us up, Google it, do your Google homework. Do your Google homework and look up all the bands that have been on here and all the different... um, AIGTP will do the whole thing for you. That's right. Soon to be run by machines and robots. Indeed, indeed. And that's a whole other, that's a huge topic right now, which we may touch upon uh, uh, in another uh, Vallejo Project uh, radio show, AI. I'm not afraid of that that artificial (laughs) intelligence. All intelligence is artificial. 
I don't need no badges. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I don't need no intelligence. I'm afraid of no AI. Who are you calling intelligence? <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> well, we've got some artificial intelligence happening right here, right. I'll tell you. Very artificial. We'll Our, work on it. We're working on it. We're working on Soon it. Soon to be authentic. <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned. We've got more fabulous stuff coming up on here on 89.5 FM, OzCat Radio, your local radio station. So stay tuned. We've got the OzCat bot coming up with some tunes for you. And uh, be sure to come back to us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Peace on earth. Yeah. <laughs> and goodwill all right. yeah. to all here on Vallejo Project Radio. Oh, yeah. It's Project <laughs> This is OzCat Radio, 89.5 FM, KZCT Vallejo.